So, Joe, have you gotten pegged yet? <laughs> no, Jeez. I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. Oh. Okay, well, you let us know when it does. I will make sure you are the first to know. And Lionel's the second. So there you go. You don't have to. You, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, well, if he doesn't tell you, then I will. I know uh, you, you don't say. have to either. Well, anyway. We're, we're gathered here to talk about Endgame, so, uh, Ooh. did you guys cry? No. I did. Joe became, you did? Yes. Oh. I was sitting right next to you. Oh. Was it a lot of tears, or? Um, no, I thought there'd be, I thought I'd be a blubbering baby throughout most of it, but it was really only one part that, actually, no, technically it was two, but, like, the first time it was more hype, so I didn't really count it. Mm. Well, well, what times were those? Um, I'm not completely sure when the first one was. It kind of like caught me off guard, but um, I can tell you for certain that the bit where I got like choked up and weepy, this one was weird. Of all the uh, points to set me off, it's uh. Um, was it, I'll get, I can't remember what he says exactly, like, I'll get you a million hamburgers, or something like that. Oh. <laughs> or yeah, all the hamburgers yeah. you want, or all the hamburgers in the world. Yeah, yeah, happy to mm -hmm. a Morgan Stark mm -hmm. Tony's funeral. To the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Did you cry, Joe? I didn't cry, but I have to say the most emotional moment at least for me was not the funeral but the scene and the expression on tony's face after he did the snap that would uh, uh where he was basically catatonic yeah that and then when pepper came over to him and it's he's like the look on his face was just he was done like <laughs> he was pretty much gone. he was barely there yep yeah and yeah. she was trying to talk to him in those last moments that way, I, that was pretty intense. Yeah, I um, I didn't tear up at all. Uh, I, I, you know, the moment I could feel it kind of in me going like, oh, oh no, <laughs> was oddly enough, uh, it was when they do the fake out when they're going after the Soul Stone and and you see Hawkeye jump off the ledge. Oh. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> him die, and then. He didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, hmm. Uh, but Tony's death for me, I don't know if it was because it was so predicted, but I didn't, it's not that I didn't feel much from it. I just, something felt like it was missing for me. Like, they hit all the right notes and everything. I think I was maybe a little bit too kind of pulled out of it because of the way it happened. Like he did the snap and it took a toll on his body. Mm -hmm. um, but when you're watching it, I, I was kind of like, is he dying? Or I kept trying to do the math in my head too yeah. much. Like, 
Wait, okay. the degree of damage it's done to you, is it based on just using the stones? Is it how big the sort of wish you make on it is? Uh... Yeah, I was trying to, you know, versus the Hulk survived bringing everybody back. Though his Thanos arm was in the taking, sling. Getting rid of everybody. Thanos and survived Tony, two of them. Tony only killed this many people. And is it? But he's completely power? human. And yeah. then when you see it happen, you kind of, it was almost like each time the snap happens, it, it kind of, you learn something more about it in terms of, um, I guess, the power level and how it functions in the MCU, because it doesn't really function the same way it does in the comics. It's completely free in the comics. Like You just do yeah. whatever you want with that damn gauntlet. It's, it's hyper busted. Yeah. Yeah, although I did get kind of excited when Thanos was talking about it, like young Thanos when he came back at the end, when he was talking about, um, I'm going to get the gauntlet this time, and I'm just going to get rid of everything, and then I'm going to start rebuilding everything the correct way. I was like, that's some comic book shit. Like, mm -hmm. that's some stuff you could do with it. So I, he was kind of saying you could, but I, I don't know. So that kind of pulled me out of that moment a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. and, and maybe just the fact that it was expected to. Um, I just, I just think, cause, I mean, I, w I was thinking about that too. I mean, when the Hulk did it, he was screaming. He was just, it was, and yeah. it was, that's, it was just insane. But then and when his Tony arm was in, it, well, his arm was in the sling for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and then when Tony did it, I think it was just so intense for him that he was just in shock. That well, he just like his, like he was just completely. Just, just shock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's gone. Yeah. Like, like, looking at it, uh, the thing you got to keep in mind is that uh, Tony, I think, is maybe the only completely human, completely mortal person to fuck mm. around with those stones. Yeah. Uh, yeah the true. impression I got, especially from the, the fight in the second one, is that, like, I thought Thanos was a big deal in these movies just because he had the gauntlet and was adept at using it. Now, he's a he is a strong ass built ass motherfucker because he was holding off Thor, Cap, and Iron Man without the yeah. gauntlet. I mean, he fought the Hulk in the beginning of the first movie without but activating any of the I'm, powers. I could have swore he had the power stone though. He did, but he didn't because the way it works in the movies is you can see when. He's oh yeah, you got you got to activate it with the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. you got to close your fist and then you can see it light up. But he wasn't doing it like i kind of read it as just him like fucking around wanting to test himself yeah i i thought he was using the stone which is why i didn't really think about it but if i'd believe he wasn't based on that fight yeah he, he wasn't the only person that was able to actually actually put up a really good fight was um was it scarlet witch I, i'm thinking i'm getting that name wrong got her name what's her name the red witch lady yeah, or Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, it's me. She was the only one but then again I was doing a little bit of research in her in the comics and she's I think she, it, it once she's insanely powerful. Yes. No, her her powers literally break reality. Uh, yeah. And doesn't she kill like all of she rewrites she rewrites existence in the <laughs> comics so yeah. Yeah, but like controlling that is kind of uh there's a reason why she she tries not to act to that degree, is that she tends to be more harmed than good when she's using her powers to an extreme. Uh, well, yeah, 
But he had, but he had to call on help to, to stop her. Uh, I mean, if he didn't, I guess, tell his whole army or whatever to fire all the missiles down, she was like slowly tearing him apart. Well, uh, he he almost got it a couple of times in Infinity War. Like Stormbreaker, when used properly, can actually overwhelm the gauntlet, hmm. which we actually saw. He tried to like fire fire some energy from the gauntlet at it, and he just kind of overpowered it. Probably has something to do with the fact that uh, they're made of the same material. But that's kind of another thing about the uh, the gauntlet in the MCU versus the comic books is that it's uh. It's toned down, and it's weird to say it's balanced, but um, in comparison to the comic, uh, it is. It is totally. Uh, so I'm I'm just assuming that we all like this. You liked it, Joe? Oh, very much. Well, I liked it, but I don't think I liked it more than the previous one. I I, I liked how they wrapped up everything. Mm-hmm. They did a really, really, really good job with that. Um, I loved how they able they were able to, to manage all these different characters and their story. It, they did. I mean, they, they did such a fantastic job with that, but just for like, just enjoyment. I, I don't think I liked it more than, than I, I, probably Ultron or the previous Avengers movie. So which is your favorite? Mm, I think I liked Ultron more. Okay, so hold on. I just uh, hold on. I want I want to get a yeah. clear power ranking on this. The mm-hmm. Avengers movies proper. So Avengers, okay. Age of Ultron, yeah, uh, uh, Infinity and Endgame. How do you rank yeah. the four of them? Oh, uh, huh. You like think... Age of Ultron more than this? Why do you like Age of Ultron so much? It's, I'm curious. I just think it it was just a more entertaining film. This, mm-hmm. like I said, from a story standpoint, from just character development and just and you know, wrapping everything up and just that this I mean for that I I love this movie a tremendous amount, but from just like mm-hmm. eating popcorn and watching, I think I like Age of Ultron more. So Ultron's more fun for you. Mm. There you go. This one, I'm not saying this movie is bad in any way at all. Like, this movie was amazing, fantastic. I get I it. I love so much about it, but I think I just from like a popcorn flick, like this entertainment, I think I liked Ultron more. I'm usually the one holding this standpoint, Joe, so I can understand where you're coming from completely. Hold yeah. What standpoint? Um, uh, this thing is better, but I like the other one. It's, it's interesting because Ultron is kind of widely regarded Guarded as the weakest one, but mm-hmm. on my rewatch, I actually, actually, on the first time I rewatched, I, I watched it. I, I liked it a lot. It is fun. I yeah, mean, it's got some interesting stuff in there. I like the stuff that they do with the vision. Mm-hmm. For story wise, no, Ultron does not beat this movie at all. Not even close. Mm-hmm. But just for pure entertainment, I think I like that one more. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having a. I don't. I'm gonna see it again, probably a couple more times in a theater. I'm gonna try. You know I'm gonna try and see this, it in IMAX. Yeah, apparently it was shot on IMAX, which I didn't know. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to check that out. But I, I'm not. Yeah, I need to see it a couple more times before I can. I don't know. I think I like it as much as Infinity War, but I don't know about more. Mm. Infinity War to me was just such. 
I don't know. They, they just had that Empire Strikes Back ending, where, mm-hmm. where even though I, I saw it coming because I read the comics, like that ending is just so iconic. Whereas here, I don't know. This was a lot of. It was very heavy on on fan service, but it was fan service done like extremely well. Like they clearly had love for every single movie that came before this, um, and they paid so much tribute, and there were so many callbacks and everything. And it's, but it still stands on its own. I don't know. Did you guys have any any gripes with it? I have a, a couple. I mean, mm. there's definitely some kind of overall plot funkiness. Um, <laughs> you know, when you go back through time and you kind of start stepping on everything and you have characters being sent different places, it, it definitely it's it's definitely a big monkey wrench in the gears. <laughs> So I, I have some issues with with some of that stuff. There, on the whole, I like it. Yeah, there were just two things that just kind of bothered me, and they both were dealing with the time time travel stuff. Which <laughs> there's lots of stuff there that you can that can be bother you. Like the first one that bothered me was um, I'm so bad with names. What was uh, the green <laughs> the green girl? Oh my Gamora. God. Gamora. That whole thing with Gamora, where uh, excuse me, not, okay, that's not Gamora. Jeez. Oh yeah. So so with 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 Gamora, she died, and then they got a an I guess a version of her from earlier in time to come back. So I now so now I guess she's dead, but now she's back, kind of thing. So with that logic, why did they keep saying over and over again that um, Scarlett Johansson's character she couldn't come back? Why didn't Gamora, they just, Gamora is not back. She's dead. She she made the trip to the future, but I, they had. If you follow the logic of the rest of the movie, where they had to put the stones back and Cap had to go put Mjolnir back, then they had to go and put Gamora back. Oh, okay. so yeah, she wasn't. She oh. wasn't. We'll 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 figure this out when Guardians comes out. But I didn't see her. I don't know if that's confirmed. Yeah, they didn't say if she. Is it implied? Because they got the the last scene they showed with her, she was alive and fine. I mean, she's dead, but she was alive. And it seems like before. it seems like they're probably going to be making that a, a focal point of the new Guardians. Outside. I don't know though, because she's not even. She's, well, I guess she, well, Will she, is searching for her uh, at the end of the movie. It's, yeah. let, let's say it. It's probably fair to say it's in the air because, as much as I want to say we didn't see her go back. I'm pretty sure I didn't see her on the ship when they took off either. Okay, okay. So then the yeah. thing they were saying with Scarlett Johansson's character is that when like they kept repeating it over, like she's dead, she's well, not coming back. Well, Joe, also to uh, clarify, you could say that um, she she's dead. She's how do I put this? If they were to bring her back in the same way Gamora came back, then it would be a different. It would be a different Black Widow. It wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be a different Black Widow, uh, Black Widow from the past. It would so. be, yeah. which is effectively a different one since we're dealing with multiverse theory. But yeah, oh. past Black Widow. It's not the Ye- same one yeah. that just died. Yes, that's confusing. I mean, it's not. I mean, time travel is weird. Um, and then the other thing that bothered me a little bit was um, uh, it's Thanos as one of his daughters, the robot. I'm Nebula. Yeah, Nebula. How? 
how they were able to connect, like how their minds were linked with the past version of her, with the future version of her. Like that, I think the that tech. was kind of weird. Yeah, that, that it's was technically, weird. it's the same thing. So imagine like uh, you've got like Bluetooth going mm-hmm. and two phones have the exact same sort of like code or signature to it. You try and activate one, you end up activating both because they're both there. They both have the same code, and they're both being called. Um, it gets a little tricky when you're, like, accessing one that has information that the other doesn't, and that that's – that's it's plot. Yeah, that yeah. got – yeah, that was – It makes sense, but I can right – undo- it, it feels – If, if, if uh, – what's his name? Squid Face – uh, he mentioned something about her being entangled, which is yeah. actually it's tied to like quantum physics and quantum theory. There's mm. like a mm. a quantum theory um, that says if you have, I think if it, it's it's two things that are basically the same, um, if you spread them far apart enough and you vibrate one, um, then the other will vibrate. Something like that. Mm. That's not the greatest explanation, but it is how they also justify the uh, communications in Mass Effect. So oh. it's, it's quantum en- entanglement, mm. uh, and it's it's based on on real science. Well, okay. not necessarily real theoretical, theoretical science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it felt it felt like to me that they were using that as a way to get Thanos to oh, yeah. know about everything. Oh, and no. It was... That felt a little... <laughs> it was, come on now. It was, definitely, it was definitely plot, but mm. nothing in there is really a whole. Like, it makes sense. It's just really kind of complicated, and it, it, it walks a weird line of being complicated and convenient, but yeah. not, not, being a, not being a pull. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of more it, it's probably you know what it is it's probably just more work than the than the regular audience would want to deal with but it's enough that it can be ignored if if it does bother you yeah okay i had no I problem with it personally yeah i didn't have a problem with it either it made sense to me um another time travel gripe that i have is well so we had talked about we should talk about Mm. our predictions that we had <laughs> uh, and one of mine came true and that was how they handled cap mm-hmm. uh well they they he went traveled back in time sent him back to the past and he he decided to live his life um which so i had apart from what that entails i'll start with i didn't think they gave enough to Cap and Bucky's relationship was not really acknowledged too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel like the S.H.I.E.L.D. should have gone to Bucky rather than Falcon. Well, yeah. in, the com- in the comics, doesn't that happen? Like, doesn't well, he, he becomes the new... They've both been yeah. Cap. Oh, okay. And my yeah. guess, personally, I think when we do get a new Cap movie with the new Cap... There's going to be some, like, shield trading, not necessarily on a permanent level, but th- they're probably going to be tagging off with that thing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how much uh, a new movie, but we're certainly, I guess we kind of know the trajectory now of the show that they're doing, the Winter Soldier and Fal- or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be interesting. Um, but, I, you know, I was talking today with the... Uh, 
with a, with a guy over at Stand Up Comics, and he uh, he pointed out that to him, Bucky is is more interesting as the Winter Soldier than he is as Captain America, which I kind of it's like okay, that made me a little bit more okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the way the movie handled this, I I thought it was like Bucky has all these. Yeah, he's got his problems, but he's also a man out of time, kind of like Cap. Uh, and Cap just kind of leaves him there. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't bring him along with him. Like, hey, you want to go back to our time and live properly? He just leaves him there. Uh, it doesn't really, really say anything to him when he comes back either. Like, he just talks to Sam. Well, the, there's, there's kind of a, an issue with that in the form of the big vibranium arm he'd be taking with him. Yeah, but there's... You know, it's an issue today. You know, he wears a glove and a long sleeve shirt, and it's fine. Uh, you know, or it comes off. <laughs> there are plenty of veterans walking around with, <laughs> with you know, uh, no arm. I I also did find that very strange. I mean, I I never really heard Cap talk or really engage in any type of real conversation with Sam until now, and now he's giving him the shield. It, it felt kind of out of nowhere. I mean, they've had a relationship, but he's always been by his side in Civil War. But uh, I think the most was probably in Winter Soldier when they first met. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, part of the reason why you don't get a lot of time between the two is, uh, well, it's kind of uh, confusing in the case of uh, Winter Soldier since he he survived the snap, but uh, Sam didn't. So mm-hmm. on that end, that's part of the reason why we're not seeing a whole lot of interaction before just giving him the shield. It's uh, uh, he's been gone. Neither of them survived the snap. Oh, I could have swore. But... Well, they, all the more reason to. Yeah, they were both gone for 90 percent of the movie. So not a whole lot of time for them to really interact. Well, I mean, and also, too, I mean, Civil War. I mean, Cap, the whole, pretty much the whole movie seemed like it was about him trying to defend Bucky and make sure he yeah. gets out of it alive. And mm-hmm. then out of nowhere, he just gives it to Sam. Not saying that's a bad thing, but it just seems really weird considering how strong of a relationship they were showing that they had in Civil War. And then out of nowhere, he just gives it to Sam. That's just... Yeah, seems... it's kind of... To me, I hate to say this, but... It... It feels like a decision made from up top mm. to to cater to the black audience. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but it's uh, I don't know. That's kind of I don't know. I, I I would agree with you on that one. I mean, especially how now we're seeing a, a lot of versions of movies where it's now a female cast and they're 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 kind of they're just they want to. They're trying to change everything up, even in the comics. I mean, they're, they're, making, they're giving all the, the old characters new, like new personalities or new, uh, just different, it's a different sex for an old kid. They're just changing everything. So I, yeah. I, I'm not, I would not be surprised. I mean, isn't Iron Man like, um, isn't, isn't Iron Man like the, in the comics? There's a, a young girl, but she's really smart in college, and she takes over yeah, for him. it's a young black girl. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, I mean, I'm not surprised at all that they're doing this. Not one bit. Yeah. It just feels like what we're kind of talking about is, like, diversity for diversity. There it is. A little bit. Yeah. Um, which I'm not a fan of. I mean, I am. If it's if – it's, you can pull it off, 
um, for me, the big distinction is like, why are you, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, 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 they did a Miles Morales story in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Uh, and I didn't, I wasn't too big of a fan of that character in that game. I just thought it was, it felt like they kind of shoehorned him in there to get that character out into the world. Um, like just to have him there to, but it felt like they were rushing things along. I don't, I didn't really like the way he was integrated into the, the plot. Um, when then you look at something like Spider Verse, and that's that is amazing. That's just an amazing film, and they did amazing things with that character. So it feels like one had kind of love and care put into this decision, and to really pay tribute to that character. And it felt like the other one was kind of a decision a decision made to score points. Mm. That's kind of what I feel like happened here. Uh, but it's less egregious because they have built Sam up and it happens in the comics. And maybe there's some more interesting things to, to do with Bucky and they didn't want to give him the shield just yet. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess the only person who knows is Kevin Feige. But. <laughs> so uh, another time traveling question that I have for you guys is that when Capt got sent back to place down, place all the stones back in their proper place and time. So is, is the future, well, I guess the future, I guess the past Thanos dead now? Is that why nothing happened and, 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 uh, Cap was able to live his life without a problem? Like did the whole, I mean, cause he was living his life the entire time. So none of the events that happened all through the Avengers happened at all. That's why he was able to live peacefully. What is your take on this, Jumbo Cables? I'm re- I was that really um, confused. So I'm assuming that um, that the Thanos of that timeline is the one that came through the portal. Oh, so, okay, so gone. you're not having to deal with that. He's gone, and you know the um, stones have been put back in the place. Um, there's also the possibility or probability. No, no, it's certain actually. That this is a world that already has a Captain America in it. So it's not even like he's having to fill a space or anything like that. His stuff, the stuff he might have to do in that world is already taken care of. So he's just there for extra. I think uh, me and Mike, when we were leaving the theater, were talking about the possibility of there being maybe like a side story type deal where he still has like occasional adventures while living the normal family man life. But, um... That's probably some good what if fodder. Um, but mm, okay, so if that if what you're saying is true, or it's something like yeah, that could be, <clears throat> excuse me, a possible route for this. But if that is the case, then so this the Captain America that went back to place the stones, he marries Peggy and they have kids and all that stuff. But the Captain America that was kind of still trying to get with that Peggy. Like, that doesn't happen. He, well, and, remember, uh, the reason why he couldn't get with Peggy is because he got uh, he got frozen. frozen. He got displaced from time. So it wasn't – basically, getting with Peggy wasn't in the cards unless he, you know, you know, ravaged time's butthole. But, but – but, okay, so in that particular <laughs> – so in that time, he – Gets, he, he talks. He still talks to Peggy. She still sees his face before he gets frozen. So that Captain America, he, that guy, that person. Chances of are he, 
chances are he comes to Peggy after the fact. After the fact of what? Wait, what? So after that after, cap, after he gets frozen, the 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 proper cap of that timeline gets frozen. Peggy thinks she's not going to see him again, and then this cap shows up. Is what probably happened. Right. Yeah. So so she she notices his face, and I'm, so I'm I'm sure she would have had to have seen the Captain America. That's un. Well, no, well she's dead by then. I he's lived his life through. Okay, I get it now. Okay, so it's already by the time he wakes up, their lives have been lived. And he, okay. Oh, time travel. Yeah. Time travel. Oh man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> he's uh, I'm a little unclear as to when I was talking to the guy at the store today. He made it seem like oh, like Tony had to snap his fingers and probably send Thanos and his army back into time. Mm. Uh, now I'm pretty sure. Well, wherever not... the snap. Whatever whatever the snap did to half the universe is what happened to those guys, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what he was saying, and that's what would make the most sense, but he clearly snapped and killed that entire army is what it looked like. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that means that, that Thanos, at some point in the past, came to the future and then never came back. So that's a huge issue. Um, but um. not not for the worst. I don't. Uh, it would create some in, stuff. In terms which... of continuity and timeline, it doesn't. It it changes a lot. Uh, it, hmm. it should anyway. Uh, and the only way you can really rectify that is to say that he snapped them back into his own time, which doesn't seem to be the case. Well, yeah, it's gonna mess with continuity. But there's a couple of things in there that mess with continuity, and I, my guess is that they'll probably be played with in the What If show. But um, there's a ton of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but anyway, the, the, this, the remember main that thing that I have an issue with is is well, I'm not even an issue, but I'm just it's strange that I don't know Cap going back to live his life. Um, in the Winter Soldier, Cap goes to see, he goes to this museum that's like dedicated to him. He sees a video of Peggy Carter and she's talking about how Steve liberated this camp. And in the camp, rescued by Captain America, was the man who became her future husband. So oh. she was married to someone else. And I, I recently just watched Agent Carter as well. Uh, and they are. Throughout that show, they're kind of building this person up to, you know, there's a romance going there. Um, they never say that he's the man from the camp, but you kind of see where it's going. Um, so I just assume she married this guy and, you know, whatever happened later. But I guess she didn't have kids. Uh, they made a point to, you know, um, Agent 13 or whatever. Uh, what's, his, what's her niece's name? Sharon. Carter. She is her niece, (laughs) not her daughter. So I I guess kind of get away. She didn't have kids, but Cap, I'm I'm also curious to when exactly he he went to go see Peggy. Uh, And if he's like breaking up a marriage or like preventing Mm. her from meeting this guy. Uh, it's, It's interesting. And if it is right after he goes into the ice, then, like, all this shit with Agent Carter, the show is changed because there's Steve there. Uh, so there's just kind of a whole lot of mess well, created. By thing, the, the thing, again, you don't have to resolve all, most of this stuff because it's an alternate timeline. 
it's a uh, they established earlier in the film that they're dealing with multiverse theory rather than either of the yeah, you kill your grandfather so, and this happens type uh whatever yeah they also kind of were making a big deal out of the fact that they need to bring all the stones didn't back didn't want that to happen <laughs> well they were the yeah, they were trying to keep that from happening for sure but it 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 was already out the window when Lo- uh, Loki made off with the Tesseract. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. And I would imagine we'll we'll get some insight into that on the, uh, the Loki show. That's probably yeah, what it's based on. Film. There was a couple of those things that were just kind of unavoidable, such as uh, Cap having to pretend he was a Hydra agent. That's gonna have some, some backlash, too. But... Yeah. Again... That was so great. They stomped all around the timeline. Uh, but speaking of Loki, I, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, how many people did get killed and how many people, not only that, well, we lost Black Widow in this movie, which mm. I was a little sad about, um, but also, like, nobody from the from uh, Infinity War came back. So Loki's gone. It, it, it's weird that two of them are getting shows now. <laughs> Scarlet Witch and Vision are getting a show, and Loki's getting a show. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. alternate timeline. No, I, I well Loki we already established can it can be prequelish or whatever the fuck. But um, as far as Vision and Wanda, I think to me that's an interesting one because he I feel like he can be rebuilt somehow or uh, who knows when it'll when it'll take place that would be tricky considering tony's dead and he was kind of instrumental in that yeah but so was bruce banner and so was uh, one of the infinity stones and the and the work was the work was already done and shuri got a pretty good look at him too uh and she is uh canonically she's the smartest person in the mcu they said hmm. so i think he can be rebuilt um, or maybe it's prequel stuff, but I don't know. What about, okay, Jumbo Cables, what were your predictions that did or did not come true, um, etc.? Once, uh, well, I guess uh, my primary prediction is possibly true. I guess it's kind of up in the air since we didn't see Cap die, but he's probably going to die of old age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I was saying that a lot more characters were going to die in this film, and uh, that was off by quite a bit. But um, my biggest one was arguable, which is that both Cap and Iron Man were going to eat it. Um, if you want to get technical, Cap maybe didn't, but uh, he's gonna. He's old. And uh, Iron Man definitely did. Um, I honestly don't have any gripes. I feel like Cap might have another 20 years of life in him. Give him that super, super soldier serum. And if you do the math, I think he's he's probably... Well, I guess he, well, he's 18 when he goes into ice, and then he comes back and lives for 10 years, 28. And he goes back and lives, uh, lives how many years on top of that? Let's see. We, we don't know when he went back. I guess mm. he's at least 70, so he's probably like 90 years old, about. Um, and he looks pretty good. I, I guess that's within relative human lifespan, but... Yeah, we don't know how the super super soldier, whatchamacallit... So, maybe, 
We'll just say I'm wrong. I was actually... You have, you have no gripes. It was a perfect movie. It wasn't a perfect movie, but... Um... Nothing I could... Everything I would complain about would be the, like, the nittiest of nitpicks. They don't feel... They don't... In, the, in those, they just don't feel like they're worth talking about when you consider the accomplishment that this film is. That really, yeah. that all of them are. Yeah, I mean, but this that one in particular. Is, like, we kind of dived right into, like, the, the nitpicky stuff, but really, I mean... It is like a monumental feat. Like this, oh, yeah. it's such an amazing film. Uh, what is it like? Ten years in the making. I mean, yeah. for all the Marvel a ten movies, ten year epic. Eleven yeah. years. Eleven years. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Man, eleven years. Oh, it's over a yeah. decade. When this started, I... we were ten years younger. Eleven. <laughs> eleven years younger. Yeah. I was actually surprised that um, I actually thought with with Captain America and Tony that the um, there was gonna be this gonna be a switch. I actually thought Tony was going to live but retire, and I thought that um, that Cap was going to actually die. But... So that's the interesting thing about this is that um, if we were talking about the Cap and the Tony at the beginning of all this, mm-hmm. then you'd be right. Because that's how they set it up. <laughs> that's how it was set up. Like, yeah, and they have these, gotta, these yeah. yeah, they have these sort of uh, journeys that uh, cross and maybe cross multiple times to the degree that they're both kind of on opposite ends of it by the end, but have you know grown to a significant degree that because of that. I think the big thing being is um, Iron Man, honestly, you know, getting to the point where he can understand selflessness to the degree that cap always started with cap yeah. was selfless to a fault so he kind of learned to think for himself as an oversimplification but I don't know, it's kind of he hard to... to see shades of gray kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good point yeah so it's i mean it what made it really sad too is that he had a daughter now his life was actually mm-hmm. good i mean he didn't he wasn't just <sighs> He had a good life. I mean, they had he a was, cabin out in the woods, yeah, and they were on lake and everything. He was finally I mean, was, at the point where he he sincerely didn't want for anything. Yeah, and, I, I actually loved that one scene when they were all coming to him, like saying, "Like Tony, we have a chance. We can fix everything." And he's like saying, "I don't, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I'm done." Just like he was truly, he, he was, he had moved on. He had a life now. Mm-hmm. I, he had everything he wanted, and he just pulled him right back in again. What's very sad. Very sad. Do you, what's your, your guys' favorite moment in the film? Mm, favorite moment. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, it wasn't my favorite moment, but I, I actually did laugh a bit. Uh, the, the quick scene with um, um, when Bruce is trying to ex- uh, quickly explain how the, the multiverses and all that stuff works. To, I think it was the Ant Man who I can't oh, remember. Oh, when they test it the first time? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it, just it might kill you. It. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that little quick thing he was like trying to explain how like, they split in their different dimensions and timelines. Just that was great. Um, uh, but perhaps your favorite scene. Oh, God. 
when the Hulk humor in this. Yes. Did that? Did, did it bother any of you guys? The Hulk look. I love Professor Hulk. Oh, you like Professor Hulk? That's yeah. There you go. That's a that's a good name. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I think I left when they when um what's that my favorite scene? I don't know when they meet Thor again. And he's yeah. got like a pop belly, <laughs> and he's just really drunk. Yeah. That was that yeah, was yelling at yelling at kids on yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> that was so, yeah. that was fantastic. I I I really enjoyed that a lot. That yeah, was pretty great. No, he's yeah. fantastic. I gotta give props to the balls on that one. Yes, yeah. stick with it through the whole movie. That was so great. Even yeah. when he puts on the suit, the Avengers yeah. suit. See, I think the thing that uh, stuck with me, like like really, uh, I was in awe of, is that. He he was still it still worked when he was fat. He just looked more. Right. He just like a more looked yeah. like a more realistic Viking. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, that was good. Um, I mean, the, I think, the... uh, it was Kevin Smith that was pointing this out. They kind of they they take away a little bit of the spectacle of him and kind of let him have more play with the comedic and and acting moments. Like the stuff with his mom is really nice. Like mm-hmm. I really like that stuff. Mm, yeah that was good now i don't know because i don't know much about thor when it comes to comics but the way his story ended where he basically just gives the i guess the whole kingdom or kingdom or whatever to the to whatever her whatever her name was yeah valkyrie is that something that happens or is that like an um it's a it seems i think it might be a slight spin on something that happens where um thor i think he becomes unworthy of molnir and uh, I don't, I can't remember what lady it is, but some lady becomes Thor. She becomes worthy of it, and she, yeah, you have a female Thor for a while. Jane Foster. Mm. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Which yeah, it's probably her. Yeah, see what you missed just, out on, Natalie. <laughs> well, it was weird that she was in this movie. She mm. filmed a new scene, but it's literally like ten seconds. And she has no dialogue. Yeah. But it's new. She's in the movie. Maybe it's not new. Maybe they used old footage, but she's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that they used old footage based on just how, like, not interested she was. I think she may have come in, though, because she went to the premiere. Mm. Oh, maybe. I don't uh, know. I, 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 I don't care enough to get upset. I know, I know one scene that everyone in the theater just, like, they... Everyone loved tremendously. Was you heard like the oh type of moment? <coughs> Excuse me, I just choked on something. Uh, <coughs> hype, Joe. It was hype. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I apologize about that. Um, when Cap got the hammer, that was yeah. my favorite. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, everyone loved that. That was an amazing moment. The fight just got so much better once he yeah. got that hammer. It was one of those things that they teased before, and that yeah. we kind of all knew was coming, but. In Infinity War and everything that's happened since then, I totally forgot about it. Like, yeah. As soon as I saw the hammer moving, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, he's obviously worthy. Yes, he's the hammer in this movie. This is the last chance. But, yeah, that was great. That's fantastic. But I, I did want to go back to you asking about forgiving away his kingdom. I, I feel like mm. that was done um, because they, <laughs> they didn't really give us that much of Thor ruling over no. Asgard. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there could have been interesting stuff to play with there, but I think that they did that just um, probably because Hemsworth is just still interested in the character. So they probably wanted to give him 
you know, something interesting to do and like, hey, like, let's put you in the next Guardians movie. So I feel like that's probably where that this why that decision was made. Um, like he just has he's just not done playing the character. And so, like, let's keep him on the road getting into more adventures. Well, wait, his contract's done, though. Like his contract's over. He's he's not not required to do anymore. Yeah, it's done. He's out. Well, he's not required to, but they may still they may okay. still want to bring him back yeah. for the movies because oh, okay. Uh, and Guardians, yeah, I love that actually. I mean, it happens all the time. I don't think Hemsworth has said that he's out of the MCU. Like he's not going to do anymore. Um, <laughs> well, uh, okay. Well, I know the Avengers. They said he was like he was saying he's like that's that's done. Maybe you're right. Like he'll show up in the Guardians or show yeah, up or maybe have like a smaller role in it. Or like get kind of yeah, like how Tony I mean, popped up in Spider Man. I mean, from what happened in at the end of this movie, it sure seems like he's gonna be on that ship with them on their next. Yeah, adventure. that was hilarious. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I hope so. We'll see. He um, just like based on the uh, change they made for um, uh, you know how Thor Ragnarok kind of felt like uh, like like Guardians featuring Thor, he'd be a good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there was a lot of, like, um, sort of, like, I don't know, meta text or whatever in regards to, uh, what was going on with Thor and basically just kind of putting the final nail in the coffin of, okay, we're not really going to be telling, like, Thor comic book stories here. Mm. You know, uh, everyone's more interested in him as this comedic character and we've had more success with him as such. So I think that's may, that may have been one of the things behind, uh, his whole, I need to be who I am, not what I'm supposed to be type deal, mm. which yeah. makes sense. I kind of wish we could have gotten Lord of the Rings in space, but <laughs> trying to force it, uh, would only make things worse. Yeah, still though. As long as we get a lot of back and forth <laughs> between them and Guardians, mm-hmm. I I will be very happy because it's incredibly funny. Yeah, the next Guardians is the thing I'm looking most forward to, just because I like that crew. I like that crew so much. <laughs> what What do you guys think about the part that Red Skull plays now? I know he's kind of just hanging out, chilling out there. You know, I like I like I to keep think. Keep thinking about that. Yeah, it's just he's. It seems like he's there, and he's yeah, not yeah. going anywhere else. <laughs> he's uh, trapped. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of interesting. I'm very curious as to how that happened to him. Hmm. Uh, fiddling why, around but... with the fiddling around with the tesseract, I can only assume, unless they want to use that as like a story to tell in one of their TV shows. Well, yeah, I just mean like exactly the nitty gritty. Like, how does that happen to someone? Like, how do you mm. get that role? Yeah. And really, I'm kind of more interested in the uh, interaction Cap had with him when he returned the Soul Stone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's like, oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. I did kind of half expect to get to see Cap putting the stones back. Like, I kind of would have liked to have seen, obviously, for time reasons, like, when mm. it makes more sense. But I, You need to add another hour to that movie. Yeah, I kind of would have liked to have seen him meeting the Ancient One, seeing the skull again. Maybe even that moment where he, or Peggy and him meet again. Although, we kind of get that in Winter Soldier a, a little bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> I kind of wish we would have gotten more of him. Red Skull, mm. but... Yeah, well, I am... The other thing about Red Skull is he's he's kind of one of those guys, that, one of those assholes that just never goes away, like Norman Osborn. So mm. I'd 
It seems he like could his come character back. has significantly shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, he doesn't seem like he's at the place where he could be the diabolical Red Skull who comes back and tries to take over Earth. Yeah, I would like for him to come back, but it really does seem like in the MCU, his part is that, is guarding the stone or whatever. He really seems trapped there with no way out for eternity. But, and also I'm kind of curious, so my other question about that thing specifically is, he mentions like other people having come for the stone, Mm. which I guess in the context of Infinity War and having seen Endgame now, you can maybe think he's talking about Natasha and and Clint who came for this for the stone so there's like a precedent uh, to this or maybe people have come and have not wanted to give all for the soul stone that's what I'm assuming but yeah, yeah. but I, I'm curious if other people came and took it or and ended up back there um, but also so after Thanos gets it and then Thanos destroys it then what happens to the skull so I guess there's still questions to be oh, again. Yeah. Uh, again, my thing would be different timelines. Mm. So the one yeah, the skull. Keep, uh, um, you keep saying that, but I I don't think that. Well, the splinter timeline. Well, that's the way they described it, though. Yeah, well, but I I feel like they they really from like a like step back outside of the movies world and look at it from like the producer's Marvel point of view, I feel like this is a journey that we went on with these specific characters and it, 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 everyone is who they are. Like it's, it's not like fractured, like from, from like a marketing standpoint. Well, the probably, probably shy away from that. Probably the best way to look at it is that the timeline splinter is the moment they get there. So you can have it, you can kind of have it both ways in that, that is the Red Skull we knew till Clint and um, and Natasha showed up, and then that became a separate timeline, since that didn't happen in the past. So what happens when? But it, it did because Cap goes back to like yeah right after just, Clint he... leaves, then I guess Cap would show up and give it back to him, so it mm-hmm. stays the same. Well, it doesn't stay the same entirely. The, um. <sighs> How do I put it's, this? It's complicated. Time Again, travel's complicated. I think, I think this is more about uh, reducing collateral damage rather than making it non-existent. Now, this is mo- non-existent. Um, what damage they may have done to the timeline by going back. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm not sure how we got here, but my my question right. still stands. is like, where does the skull go after Thanos destroys the soul stone? Uh, what, what happens to him? Uh, I'd assume he died. <laughs> That's a simple answer. See, <laughs> he gone. He just fades. I mean, away. if he's connected, <laughs> if he's connected to the Soul Stone, mm. then you know. Interesting. I mean, unless it's either it's either he's dead or maybe he's free to float around and be all like, you yeah. know, powered up Red Skull, which is bad and news why is for he everyone. Floating? I have so many questions about one of the most minor characters. In the <laughs> uh, now, with the stones themselves, with the soul stone, isn't it? Uh, I could be wrong about this. I was just doing a little bit of reading about it. I mean, Aren't all the souls in the stone? So isn't um, there a possibility it, to get the souls out? In the comic in the, book, that's how it works. Yeah. It's, but they don't, they don't say one way or the other here. It's kind of inferred in Infinity War. 
Um, actually, they, the Russo brothers did say that Thanos was inside the Soul Stone when he talked to Child Gamora. Yeah, but no one else is. No one else is in there though. It's just Thanos yeah. and Gamora. Gamora, it makes sense since she was the one sacrificed, and Thanos because he's technically the holder of the stone. But we didn't yeah. see anyone else in there. No. Yeah, I, that may be for dramatic purposes. You would mm. like, hey, what? What are you saying? I said, what did it cost? Like, if there's a, a million people. <laughs> <laughs> but if the stone is destroyed, man, I don't know. This shit is. They must have had a fucking flow chart <laughs> across the entire room. Yeah, the beautiful mine room, pretty much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Different things connecting. Lionel, I just. I think I, I think growing up on on the Terminator movies has kind of yeah. like, has kind of like made the uh, confusion of time. I'm not immune to it. I'm just I guess I'm not bothered by it. I don't know. Mm. It's like none of this is not, none of this is like confusing or perplexing me. It's it's not confusing. It's just they establish their own rules and then they kind of erase them. Mm. Uh, but it's fine. For the most part, it holds together. It, what bothers me is when, and this happened to be on The Last Jedi, is when it kind of holds together when you're watching it, and then on the car ride home, it just all falls apart. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been yeah. like quite a few days since I've seen this, and I'm just now coming up with all of these questions. Like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, uh, hey, wait wait a minute is a unavoidable reality when uh, you're playing with time travel. Wasn't there um, a set of comics that that where Cap is working for Hydra? Or am I thinking about Yeah, no, no, that was an event that didn't... I think it didn't go oh, over event? Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it just turned yeah. out that he was a... It was a clone of Cap. Yeah. It was a clone. That's it was a close. double. Yeah. And Cap was, like, knocked out somewhere. Um, but that was a nice little... Not it was a nice little nod yeah, to it. I, I like I like that. That was great. <laughs> I wish they could have CG'd Gary Shandling into there though. <laughs> I did I did like the the shock, like everyone selling it was maybe my favorite part of that is like when he gets off the elevator and they're all just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> but I, I love the the setup of when he does when he gets into the elevator and it's they do the exact same shots as the, that they did in uh, Winter Soldier. Mm. It was a cool little subversion to have him pull that Hail Hydra trick. Mm-hmm. I already told Jumper Cables that my favorite joke is uh, <laughs> that is America's ass. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. He looked at his own ass. He just, I, yeah, that is, that is America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. I think it might be tied for me with. I don't know why I, I love this moment so much. It's when people are showing up at the mansion. Um, and Ant-Man is outside. But oh, yeah. Taco. And then first, I think it's really interesting to see all of the ingredients of a hard shell taco be blown out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I like that part, but I really like that the Hulk just quietly walks up to him, hands him two tacos, smiles, and then walks away. Yeah, so <laughs> that's one of the things that made me like uh, Professor Hulk more than anything. Is he's He's a really chill guy in general. But he's going out of his way to be nice to Ant Man, <laughs> and it's 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 kind of like a, a, a something I wanted to see since like everyone else is just going out of their way to dump on the poor guy. Yeah, like he's getting shat on, like getting shat on for no reason. Like 
pretty sure it was Nebula who like gets out of the ship, looks at him, and is like, "There's stupid people on this planet." It was like, <laughs> what was the point? Well, I mean, because out of all of them, he's pretty much like the average, just dumb, dumb human guy. I mean, he's just the everyday Joe. Well, I mean, he's, he's not also, really. He's also a fanboy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh... but he's 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 also he he's kind of the MVP of this movie. Yeah. I mean, they need him. I mean, it's because of him that they were even able to do that, any of yeah, this. That they have a shot at all. And yeah. the real hero is the rat. The yeah. Rat. <laughs> uh, what was the button? What was that? Oh, I really did like when they all went back. They had to go back in time to the each different periods, mm-hmm. and the Hulk had to pretend to be the other type of you know the more angry. <laughs> that might like, have been ah, my favorite joke. <laughs> Yeah. Like, ah, uh, uh, that was great. Uh, yeah. Oh man. It's like I'm just not into yeah. this anymore. <laughs> uh so Lionel, I have another time traveling nonsense question Call me here. Professor Time Travel. <laughs> so with Doctor Strange and how he basically just well, I guess you wouldn't say he predicted this. He just, he saw he used, it happen. Well, he used the time stone to make those predictions. Yeah, because he saw he, yeah, because he said he saw every single outcome, and he said in all of them they end up losing in like all something million, but one of them they end but up one of them million something to one. Yeah. yeah, and then when Tony asked them, he says, if, and then he strange says, if I told you, then it wouldn't happen might, or something I, like he that. He says, if I tell you, it might not happen. So he knew the this was going to be the outcome that was going to succeed, or I, I, I mean, I think he wasn't completely sure. I think okay. Um, I think it. I think the outcome where they succeed is in that moment. Okay, but that was one of the reasons why he was saying, "If I tell you, it might not happen." Is there may have been one where he says, "Yeah, this is the one," and then something goes oh. wrong. I think I think when okay. it, when you know they're in the clear is when uh, uh, Tony looks over at him and he, he holds the one finger up. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's not, like, "This yeah. is the one." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't want to tell him because he he dies. So that's kind of yeah. not something. You're well, supposed yeah, to it know. might have been that, or it might have been like maybe it triggers some kind some sort of hesitation in Tony, like subconsciously, or any number of mm-hmm. reasons, any number of things could have happened. Any number of things could have gone wrong, but yeah. That's why you couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think that last battle is just oh, yeah. incredible. I think that's my yeah. favorite moment of the year in film so far is, is first of all, Thanos and his entire army and just Cap. Mm-hmm. Ready to, he's like, with 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 half his shield. <laughs> he's ready to go. Like him standing. The, the shot of him. Like I can't wait to screenshot that and make that a wallpaper. Just yep. of him facing the army, and then that moment where Falcon comes on the the radio, and then he gives him one more on your left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the the entire MCU shows up. Like that is it. Just felt like. It felt like watching the Lord of the Lord of the Rings <laughs> if you if you knew who every single soldier was. Yeah, kind like of like it was just magic. Kind of like if you knew every single soldier and read like the similar similar the 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 weird in universe Bible and the Hobbit and everything else. Oh, the Silmarillion. I can never did, pronounce it. Did, did you guys? Did either of you guys see Ready Player One? At all? No, no, not yet. No? Okay. Well, there was a scene that was just, like, pretty much like that with 
giant lobsters and monsters and unicorns and like Ninja Turtles and, and Gundam. Uh, just, and Gundam. And it's just, it's just, it was complete and insanity. It was kind of this, when I was watching the, that battle, the fight scene, that was pretty much what it was reminding me of. Mm. Just, there's just so much going on. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was definitely an amazing fight. And apparently, um, that fight was supposed to be longer. They said they cut a, a little bit of it. So uh, maybe in when the Blu-ray comes out, Give me we're that director's seeing, cut. Yeah, mm. the, there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot more of that battle with some deleted, some other deleted scenes. Uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm very on board. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Because that was just such a mess. I mean, I was telling Jemba Cables about how when I was a kid riding in a car, I'd look out the window and try and picture what it would look like to see like the X Men or yeah. Spider Man. Like look up, uh, look around. up. You're driving through the city and you look up and you see yeah. Spider Man swinging from from buildings. Yeah. Just or you see Hulk jump through the air. what that would look like in in real life or in a movie. Like because we didn't even have the first X Men movie at the time. We had Batman and Superman, but to have to, to you know to be 32 and see something like that on your left and the entire Marvel universe almost mm, yeah the there. Avengers assemble it, yeah it's just uh, it's magic it is yes. they made magic happen it's it's they made my childhood dreams come true mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking wild shit mm, Black Movies Panther is is good I love the way it opens. With Clint to remind you, mm-hmm. um, but also they, they don't. I, I love the, the you know the first twenty thirty minutes of this where they, they let you sit with it like oh mm-hmm. like it's not like here's the journey to go and reverse this it's, it's this is this this is the world up. after the snap yeah this fucked up the entire universe and, and it's had to deal with it. And, and they're still going to have to deal with this even if they reverse it. Like, this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're still, for for half the universe, five years were lost. Yeah. And that that's just the reality. Um, the other thing I, I kind of want to mention in that regard is that this still, this very much feels like the planet in depression. Because as much as you've seen people kind of like, kind of going on and living... There's still these huge chunks of the Earth that have just been left unattended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's still like, you know, huge areas where like the traffic, the 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 car cars are just left there. There's there's garbage everywhere. There's a bunch of empty. There's like go, literal ghost towns. Yeah. Yeah, they had the walls and everything, mm-hmm. just of all the names of the people that were lost. He got pretty heavy. It's just like, man, this is the aftermath. Yeah, I was these. I mean, the Russos and and Marcus and McFeely, the writers. I just love the balls that they have on them. It's mm. Like, let's kill Thanos in the first ten minutes, <laughs> and then jump mm-hmm. five minutes later. Like they 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 have that loss at the end of the, the last movie, and let's just jump to giving them another loss. And it's mm-hmm. like it's funny the way Thor turns out, but it's also like kind of like it, it it's makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. But I mean, to to write something like this and have it be as we've been kind of <laughs> picking it apart a little bit too, but but to have it be as cohesive as it is, it, it's pretty wild. 
I don't know how much of it is a like they're all they're all very talented writers and, and directors, but like two directors and two writers. Maybe that's what it takes to to do some shit like this. Yeah, I mean to manage all this. Yeah, all the characters and have everyone have an arc and to to balance everything out between you know this movie is going to focus on these characters and then we'll focus on these ones here and to have all the timelines and all the stories be straight, have everything make sense, and to have have everybody feel for every character at the end of the day mm-hmm. and where they've left them. Uh, it's pretty. It's a fucking high rise act. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. Yeah. These are these are masters of their yep. craft, and I know I I care less and less about the Oscars every year, but I I really hope there's some recognition for this movie in terms of the writing and the directing. There damn well better be. Uh, I hope so. Because this is this is wild shit. Like. That that moment that I was talking about when they all all the you know the entire MCU comes out it really it just reminded me of Lord of the Rings and I remember the Academy showed a lot of love to Lord of the Rings um, because I think everybody understood kind of the the process behind like the books were written and then you know there's the animated stuff and people had been trying to get that kind of thing off the ground for a while and there was all these beloved characters and Peter Jackson finally came and did it and brought it to the screen and. And they put so much love into the craft and the work and the actors and the characters were really brought to life. Um, and to me, like when I see this movie, like it's the same thing, like same shit. I just hope that it gets like the recognition it deserves, which it, not to say that it hasn't. It's got all the money in the world and all the fans <laughs> all over. But it, I think it. It needs more than it. It needs at least a tip of the hat. I mean, they gave it to Black Panther, mm-hmm. so this this is a monumental film. I feel like this and Infinity War. Like, oh no, it's um, it's kind of kind of world changing. Like, when was the last time a film was this level of like cultural event? Yeah, never. It's affecting everyone, including the people who literally want nothing to do with it. Yeah, but it's funny you say that because I feel like we get those more often than you would think. Um, but, but how many of them are Marvel films? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I've I was comparing Infinity War to The Empire Strikes Back a lot, and I think it's fair to compare this to Return of the Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. I would argue that. I like this as a as a as a conclusion to a three film or as a conclusion to an arc. I like this a little bit better than Jedi how mm-hmm. it handles it, but you, my opinion will change over time. Uh, Come November. Is, <laughs> is there anything you guys want to say about this movie specifically before we kind of move on to the future after this movie? Uh, I have one thing. I am so happy that. This movie just didn't end with Captain Marvel smashing in Thanos' face and it's over. Yeah. I, yeah. it seemed like that that would have been too stupid of a move to make, but uh, I can't. I, so I can't say I, I can't say I wasn't worried that it would happen. Yeah, yeah. that actually, now that you bring it up, that was a chief concern. I, I think I even brought it up on one of the episodes, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was worried that. She would be like the Deus Ex Machina because yeah. you know, they kind of set it up at the end of the last movie. Like 
he pages her like, oh, what is it? Oh, it's Captain Marvel, and that movie's coming out soon. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Marcus and McFeely did a really good job of working her in and, yeah. and understanding that that character, while she might be part of the, a, a big part of the future of the MCU, she has not earned her place really mm-hmm. in in this film. Um, like, there is a place for her, but. It's not we a huge a, one. Yeah, we don't get a lot of her. Like it's it's what we do get from her is is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I liked her in this more than I did in mm-hmm. the actual movie. Um, yeah, it was the haircut. But uh, yeah, that was a a big worry that I, I think they handled perfectly. They they did. Um, yeah, it's because she even when she was first introduced in this in this movie uh, to all the Avengers and everything. Uh, she was even saying, "Okay, where's Venom? Let's get him." And she she just kind of made herself seem like she's this almighty, incredibly powerful character that, like, whoa, finally I've arrived and I'm here to save everyone, kind of thing. And then she just kind of, and then near the end, I don't know if they did this on purpose to kind of make it so she didn't seem like the savior at the very end, where she says, "Well, I have other places that I need to be. I may disappear for a long period of time and not come back." Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I wonder if they did that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, but, it it makes sense. I mean, she says early on, like when a uh, war machine's asking her where the f was she, mm-hmm. says you know, there's a lot of planets I watch out for, most of which don't have people like you on them. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense that like you know, if uh, what they did in those five years was damage control, then she'd be the mm-hmm. busiest of all of them. That's true. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, I really did also like how they handled handled her at the very end with the fight with yeah. Thanos. Yeah, and, and they good. still they still let her be like a big presence. She's actually kind mm-hmm. of like going, really kind of the only character able to go blow for blow with him, to the degree that he's got to snatch. He's got to got to pull a trick on her. He's got to snatch one of the. Yeah. He's got to snatch the power sure. stone out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I did really like when he goes to headbutt her, and she's just like, nope. She doesn't even move mm-hmm. much at all. That was cool. That was good. Anything oh, else yeah. you want to say, jumper cables? Um, I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything outside of just how much I enjoyed this. Oh yeah. What a fucking treat! I forget the word I used uh, <laughs> to uh, other than wonderful, but mm-hmm. it was. That's such a joy to watch. What so a wonderful good. film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Work of art. So the next thing we're getting is Far From Home, and then I guess we're getting some of these shows. Mm. Uh, Disney Plus when that drops? November, the fall, I think it's November, October, somewhere around there. It's, oh, mm. I guess one other thing I did want to say is I appreciated the despite the, the um, whatever cap does to Peggy Carter's timeline. I did love the shout out that Peggy was there heavily, and we got uh, Jarvis, the butler, who was yeah, uh, yeah, that was a nice. He was one. on Agent Carter, mm-hmm. um, and, and he, I, I, that actor, him and Peggy have, uh, him and Haley Atwell have really good chemistry on on screen. Um, so I was stoked to get to see him for a second. That I thought that was really cool. That was awesome. Um, yeah. The whole sequence with with uh, Tony kind of making peace with his dad was that was, was really good cool. too yeah. really good character stuff in this what was i saying so far from home and then we're getting these tv shows yep 
That's what it seems like. Um, and then, um, did they say another Ant Man? I don't. I don't know if there was like another Ant Man. I don't think they've announced that. No. Um, Guardians three, we've known about. Yeah, it's coming. So, but we know James Gunn is working on Suicide yep. Squad two. So after that, he'll uh, he'll be back for Guardians three, which is great. I'm so happy. Yeah, props to uh, basically props to everyone that uh, stuck up for him. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to Batista who just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 every chance but yeah. Batista's taste like literally every chance he got, he was just getting into Disney shit. <laughs> That's mm. the friend you want to have. Yeah. I mean that entire cast, they signed a letter. Mm-hmm. And publicized it on the internet. That was that was great. That's I'm glad that that family gets to stay together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians 3 at some point, but Far From Home is the only other one we're getting this year. Well, I think Far From Home is technically the proper end to this phase, albeit it's an epilogue. Yeah, I was a little unclear on that, but yeah, it it would make sense since that's as far as we know at this point. Mm, That's it, but they haven't really talked about what's coming after that. Yeah, so... I just remember the big roadmap that they had before with all the, the lists on it of all the uh, titles that were forthcoming in the, in the upcoming years. Um, I wonder if they're going to do that again. Mm. Do you guys think we will get some sort of sneak preview of the next roadmap at Comic-Con? When is that? Uh, July, I think. I think Comic-Con's, yeah, the San Diego one's in July. Uh, Far From Home comes out next month? This month? Mm. Wait, does it come out this month? Oh. Ooh, does it? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, that would be just lovely if it didn't. I think it might come out in July. Mm. I think it is July. Okay. So. Probably not then. Probably. Yeah. I, I, it's... It's going to be wild when they finally announce whatever it is they're doing with the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. If anything, so soon. That'll be just fucking like, wow. I, like, that's, that's, it's crazy that we've just had this movie, and yet there's still like things that I'm looking forward to that will blow my dick off, hopefully. Well, there's, the, there's Phoenix coming, and then there's that actually like horror mutant movie i forget what it's new called mutants. new mutants there it is new mutants um oh man yeah i really don't I'm, they really haven't said anything mm-hmm. yeah. uh it's gonna be a while before we get a right and proper idea as to what they're gonna do yeah i feel like maybe late this year next year they'll start saying stuff is that i mean it's gonna be weird after far from home comes out or, well, I guess we'll still have the shows to look for. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we know is on the horizon. Um, and, and I can't imagine they're taking that much of a break from filming things. Do you, do you guys think it's either going to be the next phase of movies, going to be a huge build-up to something huge again, or lots of tiny separate stories just kind of... It's probably going to be both, if I'm honest. Because, oh. I mean, that's, oh, what, you think that's gonna... what this phase was, for that matter. Do you think they're going to try and do what they did with Star Wars? Just do the side stories while doing the main story? 
Well, I mean, that's what's what they it's what they did here, where every story that wasn't mm, about building up a character had tied to the stones in some way. Well, that's what I mean. No, like the I mean the the Star Wars side stories literally have like they're they slightly touch the main story, but they're kind of way on the side. Like they're not really connected to the main. Anyway. Yeah, but that's that's what they. It's also what Marvel with. did. So yeah. you can say both. It's it's the yeah. it's a tried and true strategy that both mm. used. Yeah. Let me I think. Mean, Homecoming guess... doesn't isn't really connected. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's well, not. Yeah. Really I, again, I think that's going to be more an epilogue, and I, there's probably going to be some emphasis specifically. You know, kind of like uh, when they're saying something in the story, but there's uh, yeah. relevance to it from like a meta perspective where yeah. it's going to be like, it's on you now, Pete. You know, all these other people are either moving on or dead. And mm. I got I to gotta start thinking about the new team. Well, I was, I was talking about the way Homecoming fit into like when it came out. It's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't. It's like that kind of side story he was talking about. Mm hmm. But as far as Far From Home, be interesting. Yeah, whenever I think of the new Spider-Man movies, I always just think of that scene where he's got the bricks on top of him and he's screaming. I just, I don't know why. That was a very intense scene. It's like imprinted in my brain for some reason. Well, it's one of those scenes that reminds you he's a kid. Yeah. Oh, speaking of reminds him that he's a kid, the whole scene when he comes back... And Tony, Tony just immediately him. hugs him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that was that was just lovely. Yeah, that's, but, a, that's an, another thing that they're gonna have to deal with is Tony's death. Because really, mm. it's odd that they they stayed away from the Spider-Man origin story, and they barely touched on Uncle Ben's death, and then they kind of gave him a new Tony. uncle figure and then killed him off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So is the new Spider-Man movie? After Avengers or before Avengers? It's after. After yeah. Avengers, okay. Oh, man. What is coming next? I mean, in the other podcast we did, I kind of brought up that maybe it would be Galactus, but what, what do you guys think is going to be the next thing here? Um, I mean, given what we know now after having seen this, does that change your predictions at all, Jumper Cables? Um, I feel like there's more reason to stay away from the stones now. Um, of course. Uh, I am kind of curious as what they're gonna do as to what they're gonna do with Adam Warlock. If the stones don't really factor in, though, I'm mm. sure they could come up with stuff. Uh, up until I saw this, I was really like nursing the uh, kind of a want, kind of a or just kind of a possibility of them doing like Infinity Watch, but uh. You know, if they're staying away from the stones, and that's probably not going to be the case, which is fine. Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that wants them to kind of veer away from big galactic threats, mostly because I don't know if you can really top Thanos on that end. Um, well, I mean, Galactus would top that, wouldn't it? No, <laughs> he, he no. eats entire planets. Well, Galactus Joe, you didn't a one movie story. Also, Joe, um, you didn't read uh, you didn't read Infinity Gauntlet with us. Uh, the yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet eats Galactus for lunch. Oh, okay, never mind then. That's wrong, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty busted. Um, hmm. well, well, I guess the thing, I guess where you go from here then is kind of, I guess, um, Captain Marvel territory, right? 
Well, because uh, what she's like, I, the, like the supremium being, I, I don't know exactly what she is again. Well, you but. know, through her, you can still kind of tackle a lot of the um, galactic level threats. Like maybe you yeah, can have yeah. her encounter a, a living celestial or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's I, right. That's the only. That's one of the few other movies that we know is confirmed is the uh, the, the Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. And that's going to go into some really, like, dank-ass space lore that I'm kind of keen for. But I'm thinking I want to see kind of like um, kind of like what they could have done with uh, Ultron if he was allowed to be a threat past one movie. But, like, like an Earth-level threat ballooning to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those, you know, uh, uh, big enough proportions that it can be, you know, an Avengers film or maybe multiples or maybe an enemy group of some sort. Hmm. Enemy group. I wonder. Interesting. I don't see. As far as like new Avengers movies, whenever that does happen, for me, the Avengers are. For me, like the Avengers does, they don't really exist without Cap or Iron Man. It's just the way I grew up. Mm. I'm sure I'll go and see the new ones, but I feel like the dynamic of those characters not being there. Uh, I don't know. It cool. feels like it's a different team. Um, yeah, it could very well be a different team. They could be like, okay, now we're going to do the Ultimates or some shit. Um, or Force Works or, I don't know. Young Avengers. If they, you know what? They can bring in a big time villain if they do Young Avengers. Yeah. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Though, um, if you didn't like the time travel shenanigans, uh, <laughs> Kang is gonna, uh, you know, chew your brain up and spit it out. Um, but, you know, that's also something they can do. Again, I think I kind of want to. Um, well, if they if they do another movie, whether it be Avengers or just some other team, one thing that's probably going to happen is the first movie is going to be about forming the new team. So you got kind of a gimme there, but what are they going to do in regards to like a big level threat? It doesn't even necessarily need to be a big level threat so much as maybe just like an event of some sort. Mm. Like maybe, uh, uh, not this obviously because we haven't integrated the mutant stuff yet, but kind of like the, uh, house of M storyline where, uh, the uh, reality gets altered so that mutants are the dominant species on the planet rather than humans, and you get all that shit. Um, or like the Dark Reign period where Norman Osborn was president and had his own team of Avengers. Um, can't really do Skrull Invasion since that was used for Captain Marvel. Um, you know, I think it's going to be more an event rather than a big villain. Yeah. Though there will be some big villains. Yeah, my predictions are pretty much the same. Like, I, I think mutants are going to start showing up. Um, I think you'll get an FF movie with maybe Galactus or Doctor Doom. Uh, oh, I'd like Doctor Doom. We'd all like Doctor Doom. You know, you know what we could get that would be sick as fuck. War between Latveria and Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, uh, yeah, obviously we'll get more Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Guardians, mm-hmm. etc. Kind of everyone who's still hanging around. Um, curious what characters like Hawkeye will do. They'll, they'll just kind of retire. Yeah. Obviously, we're getting the shows. 
Um, and I'd like to, I, I think it'd be, and I, I think the Russo brothers, I, I've even mentioned actually Secret War. Um, I think Ooh, that, that would be good. I think that makes sense, especially especially since we got Spidey. Yeah, if they if they build up over you know, over the, if we're talking the next ten years, just mm-hmm. crazy, crazy to think about, and it's crazy that we just came out of ten years. Next 10 years. By the time we get the Secret Wars, we're all going to be in our forties. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man! But it would be cool to have. You know, Tom with some movies under his belt as Spider-Man, and then you know, get the suit like properly, and then get some movies, and eventually do Venom and Maximum Carnage. But that's like 15 years down the line, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, and they can throw Craven's Last Hunt in there too. So mm. maybe, maybe yeah, and do weird. Torment. Uh, yeah. Torment's one where he uh, has a really violent fight with the lizard. Yeah, Torment was cool. Yeah. It's going to be, it's funny, like, I think when people are talking about this, oh, like, yeah, Fantastic Four, X-Men, and all this shit, like, like, yeah, all that stuff is coming over the course of the next yeah. decade. Yeah, it's damn sure, I'm, I'm positive that it's not going to be in the next phase, probably the one after, if we're lucky. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, I think we might see Sprinkles. Sprinkles, that's the best you can hope for on that end. I mean, it, you know, it'd be really cool to see a little bit of like mutant stuff popping up, and then but have Charles Xavier start to pop up in places, like yeah, just like have him like on the TV in the background somewhere. Yeah, or just like meeting with people, but like kind of build him up until like he's ready for an X Men movie. That'd be mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Let's hope they can keep this momentum going (laughs) (laughs) well I'm sure they will I'm just going to enjoy it for as long as it lasts oh it's going to last a while however long that is I'm I'm grateful I think that's as long as you're alive okay then then, yeah bring it on I've been reading Spider-Girl lately how crazy would that be if we get to the point where Tom Holland will stick around long enough to where we get to see Mayday (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, that would be that would be awesome. That would be wild if we're like fucking sixty and they're doing Spider Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Is there anything else either of you want to say about this or life in general? I want me some Marvel zombies. <laughs> That's you, what I want. You might you might get that in the what if show. That would be cool. I would like that. I would say you'll probably get it in the What If show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd like all the uh, celebrities complaining about the Marvel movies and wanting them to go away to shut their goddamn <laughs> mouths and just let me enjoy this. I've sat yeah. through years of Oscar bait and didn't complain, or didn't complain a lot. <laughs> um, so, I don't, so I don't want to fucking hear it. You let me have this. Yeah. I will hit you. I actually think it's kind of extraordinary how many people are on board with this. Oh, no. The majority of people, you know, got brains in their head and some good sense and all that shit. It's a small number of people. And their butthurt shows. Yeah, Yeah, I said butthurt. Fight me. (laughs) All right. 
Until next month, true believers. Suck my balls. Yeah, and, and fight me. You can fight me first, and then you can suck his balls, or you can do it in the other way. It doesn't matter. Pegged yet?